All right, folks, welcome back to this, the third installment of Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. As we sit here and get ready for the holiday season, I cannot even tell you how grateful I am to, um, to see how receptive folks have been uh, to the podcast. I am just so overjoyed um, that uh, to get to share this with you in a different format. I'm so used to writing it. Uh, it's funny when you're a writer, you you write your material sort of in a vacuum, and uh, you you bounce it off of a few people that you really love and trust. Um, but you don't get that interaction with the audience until after it's already published. And the same is true with the podcast, but it it feels a little bit more immediate. And so uh, I really like doing this as well. Uh, I look forward to seeing where it goes from here. Uh, and speaking, of course, of being grateful and thanks, uh, it is the time of year to give thanks. It is. Of all times of year, Thanksgiving, and of course, this is a really tough one, folks, for um, for a lot of people out there. It, we're, we're being asked, on the one hand, uh, to uh, stay away from the ones that we love um, in order to try to minimize the spread of COVID. And at the same time, of course, um, being around the ones we love is what makes life so uh, important and worth living in the first place. And so... Uh, my my hearts go out to all of you who are um, working on the front lines, trying to uh, help help us uh, minimize the impact of COVID, and uh, to all of you who uh, who miss your families out there. Um, which gets me into this week's column. Um, I've always loved holiday traditions, and writing this week's column has been one of them. And so. Uh, I've always written this column entitled, uh, What I'm Grateful For. And so at this time of year, it's usually a satirical and com comedic piece. This year's is too, uh, but with a little bit of more heart and soul, perhaps. And so with that, uh, this is uh, this week's Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. What I am even more grateful for, 2020 edition. I love holiday traditions. I know that may sound a bit discordant with my sometimes jaded sense of humor, but I am a complete sap for the time-honored pastimes that come with this time of year. Be it the soporific couch indulgences of unwatchable Lions football games, the disconcertingly competitive game of Dirty Word Scrabble, and yes, that is a very real thing in my family, or the simmering renewal of barely latent political debates just ready to burst into an incendiary dumpster fire and send the entire tranquility of Thanksgiving dinner right out the kitchen window, it is these moments that crystallize and harden in our memory. Some gleefully rejoiced in as we eagerly look forward to seeing our family once again. Others repressed only to be extracted many years later on a therapist's couch. Either way, these are the moments that define our life. In this vein, back in 2016, I began a little Thanksgiving tradition of my own with truth in a thousand words or less. Well, sort of. See, I was telling a friend of mine recently about how I had to write my annual Thanksgiving column, a darkly satirical piece entitled What I'm Grateful For, that skewers various idiosyncrasies of modern American culture. Problem was that 2020 just didn't seem the time and place for such a piece. In a year when I truly am so grateful for so much, it just didn't seem right to make light of the depth of my gratitude for the many blessings of my life. We all have friends and family struggling to get through this on so many levels. I don't want to send the wrong message, I told my friend as we relished one of the last outdoor beers we'd probably be enjoying in quite a while. You don't have to write it, she said. You could just skip it this year. But I like traditions, I protested. 
I can't let my readers down. It's always a funny column. Well, maybe that's just what they need right now anyway, she responded with a smile. And with that, I give you the 2020 edition of Things I'm Grateful For. I'm grateful to live in an age where I can order groceries from my computer and they will actually deliver that shit to my house, all for like $5 a tip. Seriously? I would pay a stripper's ransom to avoid a grocery store during the absolute best of times, but I'll gladly let someone else elbow out an elderly woman with a cane for the last roll of toilet paper, thank you very much. In addition to the untold healthcare workers we are also grateful for, I am grateful for Dr. Anthony Fauci. No matter how you feel about him, he has been a calming presence in the midst of a swirling chaos and unnecessary political posturing, reassuringly informing the American public without the slightest hint of the undue pressure and scrutiny he has faced for months now. I keep waiting for him to finally lose his absolute mind on national television and just start screaming at the top of his lungs, JUST WEAR THE FUCKING MASK, PEOPLE! Speaking of which, I am grateful for toilet paper. Not to my wipe my ass with, mind you. No, I've just been hoarding mine to TP Mar-a-Lago this Thanksgiving. I never thought I would say this, but I am grateful for Trump's golf habit. Something has got to distract that delusional swamp rat from tearing the nation apart and pardoning every imprisoned white person he knows before January hits. Though I don't watch it, I am thankful for NASCAR. Something has to take out rednecks from the gene pool, and tractor accidents just aren't taking them out in quite the numbers we need them to. I am oh so grateful that our affable but clearly dim-witted Newfoundland is a free-range eater and only poops in the bushes where none of us go anyways. He's like a cat, only better because his litter box is outside and, well, he's not a cat. While I am deeply saddened by all the canceled concerts from this past summer, I am grateful if it means that Kenny Chesney is not currently touring. I am grateful for another season of The Mandalorian. If we do, do go into another COVID lockdown following a Thanksgiving with more super spreader potential than a White House press briefing, I will need something to preoccupy my mind other than Rudy Giuliani train wrecks and the thousand-piece National Monuments jigsaw puzzles my stepmom keeps sending me. Thanks, Patty. I am grateful for the soothing presence and mindfulness that Buddhist meditation plays in my life. Otherwise, I am pretty sure I would have shanked a bitch somewhere back around mid-April. I am grateful that, at least for the time being, gay marriage is still legal in the United States. <laughs> Somebody has to help bring down the divorce race at Divorce rate that keeps getting pushed higher and higher by the likes of Newt Gingrich, Donald Trump, and Rush Limbaugh. And finally, I am forever grateful to the amazing professionals who have been educating our children through these challenging times with more policy and position changes than a triple feature porn marathon. Working for a salary that makes even Walmart greeters shake their head in pity and commiseration, these folks have put themselves in harm's way only to have ungrateful parents who decry government spending but somehow seem to feel the state owes them a babysitting service bitch about how they are doing their job. I guess what I am really saying is that I am grateful that teachers don't get drug tested. These folks deserve to smoke some damn weed when the obnoxious ass teens that they teach all day long finally walk out the door and become the problem of the people who truly deserve them, their parents.
All right, folks. That's this week's Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. Uh, we will be back next week uh, with a piece that I wrote about conspiracy theories um, and the uh, proliferation of them on the internet about how uh, Pander, <laughs> Pander, <laughs> how Parler um, and a lot of these other sites are now popping up uh, to insulate uh, a lot of the sort of right wing propaganda um, from things like, you know, evidence, truth, facts, you know, those kinds of things. Uh, and just how dangerous uh, that is as we look forward to um, as we look forward to trying to move together as a country past uh, past the last four years. So in any case, uh, tune in for that next week. Again, you can always um, download um, you can download the podcast here on Podbean or on Apple Podcasts. It's going to be available soon on iHeartRadio. It's going to be it's going to be pretty much everywhere. Uh, and, um, you can always read truth in a thousand words or less on our website at www.waitingfortoday.com, or, uh, you can read me, uh, on medium and don't forget to sign up and subscribe to the email list and you can get truth in a thousand words in your mailbox each and every week. Thanks a lot, folks. See you next week.